Near FM presents Double Dealing by Rose Byrne. Hello? Who's calling, please? Hello. Is this Archibald Mulhern, the hypnotist? Uh, no, madam. This is Arthur Muldoon, renowned scientist. Who gave you this number? Jamie Watson, your associate. He said you could be of assistance. Jamie Watson is not my associate, madam. As I said, I am not the hypnotist. Oh. Well, can you get him for me, please? I'm afraid he's unavailable for the foreseeable future. Oh, he is. He most definitely is. But where is he? I'll go to him. Oh, oh, no, my dear lady, that's out of the question. He's otherwise engaged. Uh, Look up the yellow pages. There are one or two adequate hypnotists available. Or so I'm told. But I need someone I can trust. I'm a very important person. Discretion is essential. I'm desperate. (laughs) Calm yourself, dear lady. What's troubling you, anyway? It's my husband. Mm, Usually is. He said he doesn't love me anymore, and he only ever married me because I'm very wealthy. Wealthy? Hmm. I see his game. It sounds like your husband doesn't appreciate you. You sound like a very fine lady. Thank you. And he doesn't. But he's such a charmer, and all the more attractive for his love of crime. Ah, yes. Some women just can't resist a lovable rogue. Oh, no, he's not. A rogue, I mean. You see, we both love detective shows like Columbo and Sherlock Holmes. They always get their man, don't they? Perhaps. In television land, it's possible. I suppose. Though I can always guess who the villain is. My husband is clueless. Pity you didn't guess who he was before you married him. Indeed. Especially if you've got too much of it. There's always someone ready to take advantage. You must be more careful, madam. Who are you? You're so kind and understanding. As I said, I'm Martha Muldoon, renowned scientist. I'm sort of an associate of Mulhern the hypnotist. Can you help me, seeing as you're his associate? We work in different fields, but uh, if it helps, I am a good listener. You need to calm yourself, dear lady. Think things through. Would you like to talk? Discretion is my strong point. Yes, I would like to talk. So decent. Thank you. I'd like to play a tape that will help you to calm your thoughts, so you can tell me all about your situation. Will you trust me? Yes, I will. After all, you're a renowned scientist. So understanding. Listen carefully to the waves, soothing, calming. Let go of all your worries. Relax. Let the ocean carry away all your cares. 
Are you feeling more relaxed, my dear? Good. Now, listen carefully. Archibald Mulhern can cause your husband to fall madly in love with you. Even if you become penniless, he'll still adore you. Would you like that? Yes, I would like that very much. Your wishes can be fulfilled, madam. Archibald Mulhern will ring you very, very soon and arrange it all. Do you understand? Yes. When he contacts you, he will help you unburden yourself from some of your assets. Then you will have your husband's undivided attention. Are you clear on what will happen? Precisely. When you hear this next piece of music for the second time, you will forget this conversation until you get a phone call from Archibald Mulhern. Now, listen. understand your instructions? I understand. Good. We will finish speaking soon. You will feel better, lighter, more relaxed. talking to you, madam. Now, what was I saying? Oh, yes, my husband and the hypnotist. Hmm. In light of our conversation, madam, I'll personally pass your request on to Archibald Mulhern, the hypnotist. We discussed it. I don't remember discussing oh, it. Oh, rest assured, Mulhern will contact you very soon. I guarantee it. Don't mention it. Goodbye, madam. Goodbye, Mr Muldoon, and thank you. Hello? Jamie, who the hell did you give my number to? And a good day to you, Governor. Told you to check with me first. She could be anyone. She asked for Mulhern. Who is she? Uh, her name's uh, Olivia Cromwell. Uh, she pestered me, she did. She said she had a job only you could handle. Who told her about me? Did you check her out first? Of course I did. Proper posh she is. They're the worst kind. And I'm working here, you know that. Sure, you can pull off two jobs, can't you? That's not the point. You remember who the boss is in this professional operation. Have you learned nothing from my three years of training you? Excuse me, Governor. I ain't no novice. Anyway, this Olivia Cromwell is loaded. Your kind of lady. She'll have to wait till I'm finished here. What about the cops? I have them looking for us in Scotland. 
Lucky I'm a professional too, ain't it? We'll soon find out, won't we? Things are almost in place. You'll be here tonight, won't you? Yeah, what's the score this time? Arthur Muldoon, renowned scientist. <laughs> That's terrific. Any context? I'm expecting a woman any minute for a... Ah, aren't we all the fly old dog, aren't we all? To start her employment. Got her mouth. I've hired a cleaner, Mrs Bernie O'Hare. What good is that? I specified in my ad I needed someone who was good with quizzes and numbers. Oh, she bought your story then. Even better. Mrs O'Hare is a bingo checker and doesn't suspect a thing. Oh, you're a bloody genius, you are. It's, it's worth a while, is it? Definitely. A couple of the halls have snowballs of 10 to 15 grand for the taking. Oh, blimey, you're right. Of course I was. I learnt my trade here. Stick with me, my boy, and you'll make your father proud. He was one of the best to work with. Lord rest him. Yeah, he said he'd knock me into shape, all right. If only I'd known how long it would take. Anyway, I'll see you tonight. Okay, Governor. See you then. Mrs. O'Hare. Mrs. O'Hare, please. Oh, sorry, Doctor. Am I disturbing you? Mrs. O'Hare, I'm trying to work. The noise. Call me Bernie, Doctor. What? Um, yes, well, uh, by the way, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm a scientist. So, what like call you? Professor, is it? Um, yes, 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 Professor will be fine. Uh, by the way, what are you doing? You're not even using the vacuum. I thought you were retired. I'm semi-retired. You see, Mrs O'Hare... Call me Bernie, will you? I'd prefer to keep it formal, Mrs O'Hare. Suit yourself, then. Professor Mulhern. Um, it's not personal, just I'm a professional, you understand? Of course I do. am not I a professional myself? Indeed, that's why I hired you. Actually, you could very well be of assistance. Don't you worry, this place will be spotless. Nothing gets by me. Yes, uh, but you could help me in my research, you being a professional bingo checker. Go away. How? I'm doing some research into addictions. You mean the way people get hooked on drink or drugs or wherever? Oh, not quite. Other addictions. Or people's obsessions. But uh, I'm not sure which one to investigate yet. You'd want to be careful there, Professor. Why? You might get hooked yourself. Oh, there's no fear of that, dear lady. Not with my willpower. Famous last words. I beg your pardon? That mind over matter stuff is all baloney. Hmm, is that so? Anyway, Mrs O'Hare, I'd like your opinion on this wristwatch. I sure I don't know much about watches. Oh, don't be bashful. I'm sure you know quality when you see it. Well, if you put it like that, here, give us a look. Let the watch rest in your hand. Feel the weight of it. Oh, I'd say it cost a few, Bob. It's lovely. Is it real gold? Put the watch to your ear. Now, close your eyes and listen to the rhythm of the ticking. Hear how soothing it is. Sounds the same as any other watch to me, Professor. All that tick-tocking drives me mad, it does. It's a nice watch, though. Here you go. So, what do you find? 
soothing, relaxing. Ah, you know, watching telly and playing bingo. Here, are you all right? You sound a bit funny. Ah, yes, bingo. All those numbers. Fascinating, hypnotic, wonderful. Numbers can control... Now, what sort of scientist are you? Uh, oh, that, that's classified. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Is there danger money in this cleaning job? Whatever for? You could attract the criminal sort, you know what I mean? Oh, it's nothing sinister. It's, it's just a mind study. Anyway, why was the vacuum running? You weren't even using it. I was working on me strategy. Your what? Me strategy, you know, me plan. I know what the word means. But what's it for? I mean, I pay you good money. I'm rolling the balls tonight. It's not easy, Professor, keeping people entertained. I beg your pardon? The balls, you know, tonight, a bingo. Balls? Whatever do you mean? I thought you were a bingo checker, checking numbers. I am, but some Wednesdays I call the balls... And I won't be outdone by that dimp, no one. She's calling on Friday. But you said you were the checker on Wednesday. And we swap around. We just roll with it. Get it? No, I don't. So who does the checking tonight? That'll be Ellen or Louise, one of the twins. Here, have you ever played bingo? Can't say I have. Ah, you don't know what you're missing. Why don't you try it? Come down tonight, it'll be a laugh. But I'm not a gambler. Beg your pardon, it's nothing to do with gambling. But you can win money, can't you? Sure, you can win thousands on the snowball, but it's more of a social gathering. Mind you, if any of the regulars miss their numbers, they're not very sociable. Hmm, regulars, you say? So people go every week? Some of them will be carted out of there, feet forced. I see. So they're addicted? Not at all. It's more the buzz you get. Your heart pounding, pulse racing, waiting for that one number. Oh, there's nothing like it. One number? Buzz? I'm afraid you've lost me. And you, an educated scientist. But I never studied or played... I've never even been inside a bingo hall. You're not getting any younger. But why would anyone go week after week, year after year? For enjoyment, of course. Sounds more like an addiction to me. There's only one way to find out, isn't there? (laughs) Um, I suppose, yes. I, I believe bingo is an excellent subject to study. Will the bingo players discuss it with me if I go along tonight? Once you don't interrupt their game. Right. And Eleanor Louise will be checking tonight. They will. I'd like to interview them. And uh, other people too, of course. Well, you better not be late then. Oh, I won't. Well, uh, I've things to organise for tonight. You'd better get on with your work, Mrs O'Hare. Studying bingo. Feckin' Egypt. Now, here we are, bud. Nelson's bingo hall. Thank you. Well, that was quick. I thought it was further. It is, yeah, if you go the long way. 
But none of that carry on and coffee is cabs. Know what I mean? Indeed. How much do I owe you? 20 euro, please. 20 euro? Mm. Just as well. You took the short way then. No scammers and coffee is cabs. Put the word around, will you? Be good for business, coming from an honest gent like yourself. Hmm. Honesty, the best policy and all that, I suppose. Exactly. No promises, but I'll try. Thanks, Wood. Are you all right there, pal? You look a bit lost. Um, uh, well, yes. <laughs> I want to find out about bingo. Ah, uh, you've come to the right place then, haven't you? Did you get your cards? My what? Cards. How do you think you're going to play then? Oh, I've no idea. You see, I'm investigating what... A private detective, are you? Is the taxman after our winnings? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I- I'm a scientist. A regular Einstein then, are you? Ah, yep. Yeah. With a few of them here, all right. Wait till the twins get a load of you. Twins? You know them? I want to interview the checker. Is that what you call them? You see, I'm researching... The... Of course you are. Tell you what, I'll show you how it's done. I'm well in with the twins. Oh, really? You're very helpful. Ah, yeah, that's me. I'm John McArdle, by the way. And I'm Arthur Muldoon, renowned scientist. Pleased to meet you. Renowned scientist, excuse me. Professor it is, then. Here, Nelly. Give us five cars there, will you? Meet the professor. He's paying. Professor? Hmm, another genius, I suppose. 50 euro for the cards. 50 euro? That's a bit steep. That's the price. Professor or pauper, take it or leave it. I'll take it. (laughs) There you go. There you go. And here, watch that John fella. He's a white gangster, he is. A real one? You'll fit right in here, mister, won't you? I don't understand. Come on, don't mind Nelly. She has an overactive imagination. Have I now? Things aren't always as they seem, mister. Now what, Nelly? You'd make a great politician. Not as good as you, John Boy, with all your conniving. Ah, now, Nelly, you love me, really. (laughs) Come on, Professor. Time's a-ticking. More than you know. Lead the way, please. Remember now, mister. You were warned. Ah, how are you girls? Are we all set to win the big one? Hope it's not a rollover. Who's your handsome friend? This is the professor. He's doing a bit of research. Yeah, mister. We won't take any funny business here. I beg your pardon? Don't mind her. You can research me any time you like. Louise, (laughs) behave yourself. Professor, meet Louise and Ellen, otherwise known as the Kingston Twins. <laughs> uh, pleased to meet you, ladies. Yeah, will be if you play your cards right. Know what I mean? Mm, not really, no. Well, you see, Professor, if you win... I'm not a professor. I'm a scientist. Same difference. Oh, no, it's completely different. You see, the... There, mister, I told you, no funny business, right? Whatever do you mean? I'm simply here to investigate people's obsessions with bingo. Are you saying we're obsessed? Oh, no, no, you misunderstand. I'd just like to talk to you about your love of the game and um, the rules. What do you mean, rules? Well, how do you know when someone wins? Mrs O'Hare, my cleaning lady, was telling me about checkers and calling balls. Cleaning lady? Well, for some. Ellen is tonight's checker, Professor. Here, Ellen. 
How'd you fancy getting investigated? <laughs> I'd, I'd really like to interview you, Ellen. Perhaps we can go somewhere a bit quieter. Now look at Mr. I'm an eye after telling you no. Funny business here. Do you want a good slap for yourself? Ah, shut up, will you? The game is starting in a minute. Here, Professor, mark that card. What? Uh, but I need to talk to Ellen first. Uh, you'll have to wait. And you have your warnings, mister. I'll be watching you. I assure you, Ellen, I just need to delve into the mind of someone familiar with bingo. To further the cause of science, you understand. I'm available. Delve away. <laughs> I'll think about it. Anyways, I have to go up front now for the chicken. See us after the game. Testing one, two, three. Good evening, ladies and gents. I'm barely your caller for tonight and Friday night as well, because Dimpton can't make it now on Friday. Louise, why do they keep changing who does what? Who'll be checking on Friday night? Are you coming Friday? Me or Ellen will be checking. Why? Uh, oh, no reason. I'm just curious. For my research. Now, ladies and gents, are we ready to roll? We're ready! Now listen before we start. Is the professor here? Yeah, he's over here, Barney. Ah, there you are. Stand up, professor, and let everyone see you. Oh, no. Ah, go on. Stand up there, bud. Good evening, everybody. Introducing Professor Arthur Muldoon, renowned scientist against don't mind. He's investigating people's obsession with bingo. This is a serious business. It's a real-life scientific study right here in our bingo hall. Whatever floats your boat, Granda. Now, Mrs. Where's your manners? The professor could make us famous might even get us on the news. Anyway, if you want to take part in his study, talk to him after the game. Thanks, Professor. Take a seat and let's get rolling for some moolah. That was mortifying. I don't want that kind of attention. Scarlet for you. <laughs> Here, Professor, mark any number that's called. All right, but I... Fourth number out. Excuse me, John. Where are you going? I can't mark five cards. I have to make... I mean, use the bathroom. Can't you not hold it? No, I cannot. I have bladder problems. I'm after missing that number, obvious. Will you ever shoot up or I'll force Go on then, Professor. Leg it back, quick. Jamie, have you arrived yet? Yeah, I'm at the address you gave me. Listen, I'm running into a few difficulties. I'm going to invite two of them back to the house. Oh, it's a bit risky, ain't it? I've no choice. I can't get the checker on her own. I thought you had her working here. Oh, that's a different one. They keep changing. I'll explain later. I need you to pick me up in an hour. I left directions on the table. Okay, Governor. Anything else? Just remember, you're my assistant in the scientific study I'm conducting. And bring the Mercedes. I left the keys in the desk drawer. The Merc? You sure? Positive. It, 
It's perfect. I have the office set up, ready to go. Okay, see you soon. I'm dreadfully sorry. Here's your bloody card app. I'm missing a load of numbers over you. You the better shut up. A bit of hush now, ladies and gents, please. Okay, next ball out. Two and three, 23. Life begins at 40. Lucky for some, 13. Jack, full house over here. Ellen, fifth row down on your left, please. 16, 11, 2, 29, 21, 6, 8, 18, 5, 22, 3, 17, 23, and 13. Yeah, full house for Jacinta. Congratulations, Jacinta. Well played. Well, that was the last ball of the night, folks. Round of applause for Ellen Kingston, our checker. Now, don't forget, folks, the snowball's still up for grabs. So get yourselves here on Friday night to be in with a chance of winning 15 grand. Safe home, everyone, and thanks for playing. Well, Professor, what do you think of your first game of bingo? Very interesting. But I'd like to have discussed in some more. Have it all explained to me in greater detail. Why don't you come back to my place and I'll sort out your confusion for you? (laughs) Actually, I I was wondering if you and Ellen would come round to my house for some research. We don't need Ellen. What's your first name? What? Arthur. But I do need her. I need to interview checkers. And players too, of course. Sure, I might as well go then. Any gaggle at your gaff? If you mean alcohol, yes, I have. Uh, but I may only have time to interview two people tonight. Ah, that's grand. I'll just tag along to mind you from this pair. Have you any whiskey? <laughs> ah, there you are, Ellen. Professor, I mean Arthur, wants us back at his place for research. Now you're going too far, mister. It's strictly business, I can assure you. My assistant, Jamie, is picking me up now in the Mercedes. Ah, uh, Mark! Has it got little drinks, cabinets and all? Yes, it has. Here, seeing as we're forging the cause of science, there might be a few bobiniferous. <laughs> I'm sure the Institute will pay a small... A small? And you with your Mark! OK, well, I'll get the fee bumped up. Just for you. Ah, oh, come on then. What are we waiting for? Here we go, ladies. Your carriage awaits. Would you look at Ellen? I could get used to this. Don't lose the run of yourself there, Louise. Get in, will you? There's drink to be drunk. Thank you, Jamie. Straight home, please. Lovely place you have here, Professor. Top-class whiskey too. Ah, fair play to you. Thank you. 
Jamie, will you top up John and Louise's drinks, please? What about mine? I'd like to interview you first, Ellen. Right, then. What do you want to know? Uh, we'll have to go into my office. It's too noisy in here. OK? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. I trust you now, Professor. You're a real gent. <coughs> Thank you. Uh, I'll lead the way. Sit down, Ellen. Thank you for taking part in this very beneficial study. And it's worth a few bob, isn't it? I beg your pardon? For me and Louise, a bit of dash from that place you walk for. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Now, the aim of this study is to try to understand people's urge to attend bingo on a regular basis and what sums of cash can be attained. Why? What's that got to do with anything? Well, we want to know if it's the money that motivates them and if there's a, a special winning formula. I tell you, uh, there's a lot more to it than just marking off numbers. There's... Here, what are you doing with that clock? Uh, I have to time our interview. Keep it official. And what's that for? Oh, this is just to help us keep focused. I need to tape our interview and then write up a report. Let's listen to this short piece of music, then we'll begin. Suppose there's no harm in it. Now, Ellen, concentrate on the swishing of the waves. The sounds are relaxing, making you drowsy. Are you relaxed? Do you feel drowsy, Ellen? Yes. Good. Now, listen carefully. This is... Archibald Mulhern speaking now. You will assist Professor Arthur Muldoon to win the snowball in bingo this coming Friday night. What have you to do? I've to assist the Professor to win the snowball on Friday night. Very good. When you are checking at Friday night's bingo, you will see Jamie, Arthur Muldoon's assistant. Then you will hear this ringtone from his phone. Listen carefully. Professor Muldoon will call check. You will confirm Professor Muldoon has all the numbers for the snowball, regardless of the numbers marked on his card. Do you understand? Yes, I understand. Excellent. You will then slip the card to Jamie his assistant, without anyone seeing you, especially the bingo caller. Are you clear? Yes, I'm clear. Very good. Soon after you check Professor Arthur Muldoon's card, John will propose to you. 
you will be delighted to accept. Understand? Yes, I understand. You'll be so excited, you'll share your good news with the whole hall. Nice and loud for all to hear. What must you do? I will be very happy and shout out my good news for the whole hall to hear. Excellent. Now, when you hear the music, all memory of this conversation will be gone until Jamie arrives at the door of the bingo hall and you hear this ringtone. When you accept John's marriage proposal on Friday night, all of this conversation will be completely wiped from your memory. Understand? Yes, Archibald Mulhern. I understand. Well done. Now, when you hear the music, you will resume what you were saying to Professor Arthur Muldoon. As I was saying, there's a lot more to bingo than marking off the numbers. Oh yes, it's a very skillful game. Uh, thank you for all that information, Ellen. You've been most helpful. But I'm only getting started. Oh no, you've given me everything I need. I have it all on tape. But I don't remember. Must be the brandy. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. Will you send Louise in? Oh, then I'll interview John. Okay, Grant. I hope I was of assistance. Oh, more than you know, my dear lady. More than you know. Good night, Professor. <coughs> Great night it was. I got you all wrong, I did. Yeah, top class gargle as well. Ah, oh, fair play to you, bud. No, no, Professor. Next time, make it a party for two. Know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yes, well, um, uh, we'll see. Uh, thank you again, and I'll see you all on Friday night. It's a day, Professor. See you then. Oh, I thought they'd never go. I'm exhausted. It wasn't easy hypnotising three of them in a row. Much simpler to do a large crowd. It's all sweet, that. Yes, it is. They bloody complicate everything. They keep swapping who does what. Just the same as when I grew up here. And I had to hypnotise John to ask Ellen to marry him. Oh, poor bloke. Why'd you do that? He's too nosy. I don't trust him. In any way, the diversion is a safeguard in case of complications. Oh, good thinking. Usual plan, is it? Not quite. When I text you, come inside the door straight away. If Ellen is checking, you're to play Claire de Lune. And if it's Louise checking, play green sleeves. Which one is Ellen again? Are you serious? You can't afford to get this wrong. Oh, you're easy to wind up, Governor. I'm a professional, remember? Ah, I'm going to bed for a kip. You're still learning. You remember that.
Mrs. O'Hare. Mrs. O'Hare, please, the Hoover. Bernie, turn that bloody thing off. Sorry, Professor. I was just going over me plan for tonight. Plan? Have you been talking to Jamie? Why would I be talking to him about me bingo lingo? Oh, no reason. Uh, are you all set for the game, then? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Are you? <laughs> More than you know, Mrs O'Hare. And you never know. The snowball could be snatched tonight, couldn't it? Oh, yes, my dear lady. <laughs> I'd say it very well could be. Right, Jamie, it's time to get the ball rolling. You mean balls rolling, right? This is no time for jokes. Are you clear on your instructions? There's no room for any error, understand? I mean, relax, will you? I I know what I have to do. You better. I'm going in. Now, folks, at this stage, it's anyone's game. Are you ready? Ready! Ah, come on, there's big money up for the taking. Are you ready? Ready! Okay then, eyes peeled, and good luck to everyone. And here we go. Three and two, 32. All alone, number one. Two and five, 25. What are you doing, Professor? Will you stay quiet? Oh, sorry, I, I thought it was on silent. One and seven, seventeen. Lucky for some, number thirteen. Turn that bloody phone off. Check, check, I got it. Here, down here, Ellen. The professor's got the numbers. Are you sure, professor? Here, give us a look. Uh, no, stop. Give me, give me that card. Ellen will check it. All right. Keep your hair on. Only trying to help. Here's my card, Ellen. Thank you. Five, three, nineteen, thirty, forty-one, twelve, thirty-two. 25.13. Yes, the professor's won the snowball. Congratulations, professor. Come on up. Can't believe that, you lucky duck. That's unreal. Now, John, jealousy doesn't suit you. Ah, Jamie, there you are. Here, Jamie, take the professor's card. Jamie, come on up with me, please. Beginner's look. Put that in your scientific study. Thank you. I believe I will. Now, Professor, come on up to the stage and get your picture taken for the local paper. Oh, no, I'm camera shy. I don't want any publicity. You have to have your snap taken. It's compulsory. Ah! Oh, oh my God. Of course I'll marry you, John. Listen, everybody. John's after proposing. We're getting married. Two-timing Schlieveen, marrying her. Of course I'm marrying her. Ellen is the love of me life. Oh, John, I can't believe you just said that. Neither can I. I'm going to kill.
kill you, John McArdle. Ouch! What'd you do that for, Louise? Because you're nothing but a two-timing womanizer. Sister or no sister, no one hits my man and gets away with it. Get away from me, Ellen. Everyone, everyone, calm down, calm down. Quick, Jamie, grab the check off the table and let's go. All units, go, 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 go. Get in here now. Suspect's heading for the door. Quick, stop those two men. They're con artists. Stop, grab him. Lead him with us, guard. We'll sort them out, dirty robbers. I'm afraid I can't do that, sir. Here, cuff Jamie Watson. I have Mulhern. Archibald Mulhern and Jamie Watson, I'm arresting you both for the crime of... Uh, get off me. I'll sue you for false arrest. Here, Kavna. Tell this lot, will you? Yes. Excuse me, guard. I'd like to speak to whoever is in charge. This is all a terrible misunderstanding. Archibald Mulhern and Jamie Watson, I'm arresting you both for the crime... guard, you're making a dreadful mistake. My name is Professor Arthur Muldoon. I'm merely researching addictions for MindSnap Institute. Save it, Mulhern. I've everything recorded. You hypnotised Ellen, John and Louise so you could scam the snowball but, game. Uh, Mrs. O'Hare, uh, Barney, I don't understand. You're just a cleaner. You know nothing about my work. Actually, Mulhern, I'm an undercover cleaner. Remember Olivia Cromwell? Who? Oh, you're so nice. You're going to relieve my burdens, and then my husband will adore me even if I'm penniless. But how... I don't get this. You're Bernie O'Hare, a house cleaner. I hired you myself. How does it feel to be scammed? Scammed? I've never scammed anyone in my life. Those tape recordings are simply interviews to assist me in my research. Who are you? I'm a senior member of the Fraud Squad. We've been tracking you and your sidekick for some time now, so cut the bluff. You fool, Jamie. You led them right to us. How was I supposed to know? She's as convincing as you are, and she fooled you, didn't she? You got sloppy, Mulhern, walking with an amateur and coming back to Bingo Halt. <laughs> tut, tut, tut. Why could I not hypnotise you, Mrs... Whatever, whoever you are. Wouldn't you like to know? Take them away, boys. Here, hold on, guard. Professor, you're a hypnotist. Does that mean I was tricked into proposing to Ellen? I couldn't possibly say. Uh, I can only make suggestions. Ah, come on, Professor. You're, you're my only escape. So after all these years of promising me, you dirty, conniving little wimp. Promising you? you? Well, you don't know the half of it. Ah, oh, here, I'm off. Come on, Ellen. He's getting away. Charge! Right, Mulhern. Time's up. Come on, out you go. Oh, some professional you turned out to be. Shut up, you. Cops are looking for us in Scotland. It's 20 years since I was pulled in. Last time I worked with bloody amateurs. Speaking of cops, Mulhern. Yes, yes, I'm coming. Put me in cell 13, will you? It's my lucky number. Your luck's run out, Mulhern. Never say never, my dear lady. You'd be surprised at how the power of persuasion works. <laughs> what do you mean, Mulhern? Time will tell, my dear lady. Time will tell. <laughs>
You've been listening to Double Dealing by Rose Byrne. The play was directed by Declan Cole. Arthur Muldoon was played by Michael Sharp. Olivia Cromwell was played by Mary McNamara. Nellie was played by Neve Murphy. John was Joe Murphy. Ellen was played by Carol Dempsey. Louise was Neve Murphy. Taxi Driver was played by Tom Blake. And the Garda was played by Declan Cole. Script consultant was Lisa Tierney Q. was funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.